Welcome Porch Talkings to the Half Hour Edition, aka it's the Black Friday edition, aka if you haven't been here before, we drink, we talk, there's no plans. Well, there's a slight plan this week. I'm Eric. Ezra, Brock Road Elementary class of 06, Valedictorian, and Morgan's childhood crush. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um Ezra has never been my childhood crush, nor my adulthood. Um, and this is Morgan. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cat mom. And Morgan was definitely thrown off by that, Ezra. Credit to you. And I got her. We are joined by a familiar face of the cast. Here for about two years. Took a hiatus. Is back for a little Black Friday edition. Miss Pageley. Yeah, hi. What's up, y'all? It's been a long time, dude. Long time no see. Long time no listen, some would say. No, I've listened to a few since I've been away. I meant the listeners, but (laughs) thank you you for supporting the cast. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, This week, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. We're recording on Wednesday, um, Thanksgiving Eve, which is one of the best drinking holidays of the year by far. Third biggest bar day of the year. What are the other two? New Year's Eve, St. Patty's. Mm, That checks out. Makes sense. Um. A little different idea. I had sent an Am I the Asshole to the, the group chat last night, and then Ezra was like, should we just, like, instead of just doing whatever, like, just run through a bunch of these and confessions? So that's what we're pretty much going to do today. I said that. No, that you, was my idea. No, you didn't, nigga. Like, what? <laughs> it literally was, and that's fucking crazy. Now I'm going to have to scroll through. Please yeah, do. Like, come on, bro. Like, do not do this. Do it. Let's see. I need opinion. I literally on said it and you liked the message. Wanna go straight asshole slash commentary. Yeah. Yeah, that was not 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 even close to your idea, Morgan. No, literally look at the comments right before it, Eric. You're literally skipping mine. Trivia wow. and asshole segment. You literally were like tri- <laughs> Or asshole segment. I said or save that for next week. But yeah, it was he my said, idea. said wanna go straight asshole and commentary. Like, the, he just... Yeah, like, this was my idea, bro. No, I said trivia and asshole segment. Or say that for next week. Yeah, but that was one. But the, then it turned into an idea. Like, okay. my idea Whatever. was then piggybacked Whatever. into a better Man, idea. I always want to take the credit for everything. <laughs> Let's go. I like that you're feeling spicy today, it seems. <laughs> um, we all want to get right to it? Yeah, why not? I'm holding this fucking wine bottle like it's a I feel like it should be after, after we've had drinks. I'm already having drinks. I'm I'm taking this wine bottle like it's a 40. Yeah, I've been having drinks since three. (laughs) All right, so then it doesn't need to be after. So I was like, we can get right to it. What is everybody drinking before we start? Like I said, I'm drinking mango peach mimosas and moonshine for shots. Moonshine for shots. Mm. Is it real moonshine or is it that bullshit? It's real moonshine. Cap. One of my boys was trying to put me on to his uncle's moonshine. It's 40% alcohol. Cap. That's too 80 low. Proof. 80 proof. Yeah, that's like, what the fuck? Um, that's like a white, liqueur. White Zeffendel. Pussy. <laughs> I'm drinking uh, beer, no free ads, but if you know me, you know what it is. I'll leave it at that. What is it? Um, what's that, Pabst? Could, no, no not not PBR. Blue Shrine. Hmm? It's about Pat's Blue Ribbon. 
Yeah, she does not know you. Paige, what, what you got on hand? Um, well, since I left the podcast, I've kind of been off of alcohol for a bit. Mm-hmm. So I actually didn't have any at home. So I just took an edible. I was going to say, so you must be on weed. Yeah. I took an edible about 45 minutes ago, so it'll hit anytime soon. Mm. I can't do edibles. I have I get way too much anxiety for some reason. Yeah, they are not for everyone. I have some friends that like absolutely freak out, but I feel great. So love edibles. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, any quick Thanksgiving takes while we're here? I don't have anything. No, let's get to it. Stuffing might be overrated. That's the craziest thing I ever had. You're not I almost, it. I also thought like <coughs> people always talk about we should have think like stuffing more often. I'm like, but we don't, and like you have the option too. So like, mm-hmm. stop complaining about it. I do have stuffing often. I probably eat stuffing like ten, twelve times a year. See exactly, people. If you really want the option to make fucking stuffing, I don't know. Yeah. I was questioning myself. Like I worked at a grocery store, and I was like, do they even stock stuffing mix like during non Thanksgiving seasons? Yeah, you can definitely get that. Y'all not cooking it right. That's why y'all don't like it. Isn't stuffing just stale bread? Um, Twitter like juices. Oh, yeah, you got things. Yeah, chef it up right, and you. I'll give y'all the recipe later. Well, not more than <laughs> lame ass fuck. I don't want to know your stuffing recipe, to be honest. If I'm being honest, she's not her casseroles. You, she cannot take no more stuffing. <laughs> I yeah, get well. stuffed all year long. I don't wait for Thanksgiving. Believe I me, we knew that. I thought she was abstinent. See, the lies are just coming. Exactly. Hey, someone oh, be Oh, no, someone no. I do have to be honest. I definitely lost my abstinency, like, two weeks ago. I've been wow. that. Someone DM'd me and was like, yo, I've been banged out, Morgan. That's definitely not true. Shout out, Eli. Um, anyway. <laughs> I would never fuck Eli. Cap. I wouldn't fuck Ezra. I wouldn't fuck Eli. I maybe before he was a felon, maybe be. Hey, you do not need to call him a felon first and foremost. Second off, when you say all of those things, you need to put again after it. Because we already know what Eli did. Eli did nothing. And I swear on sweet cheeks. So yeah. You don't even like that cat. You got a new she one. She replaced him. Yeah. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I did it. Um, can we get to it? Because whatever Honestly. you're doing is. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, shit, my bad. I had to read something. Am I the asshole? First story. Am I the asshole for canceling the plans for Thanksgiving after my parents called my brother's baby their first grandchild? Already? I'm skeptical. She can't be the asshole. She's got to have kids. That's what I'm thinking off rip. Oh my God, this shit kind of long. Whew. Wait, I'm kind of confused. What the fuck, nigga? I didn't even read the story yet. He just read the title. Yeah, what are you confused about? Okay. Um, 32-year-old female have been with my wife, Ava, for 34 years. Wait a second. Okay, this is a woman-woman type thing. Got you. For eight years, we've been married for five. She was a single mom of three kids when we started dating. She had two daughters and a son. I've watched these kids grow up. I read the bedtime stories, done bath time, first day of school, all of it. I very much consider them to be my kids, and they've been calling me mom for almost six years. My brother Ivan just had a baby girl with his fiance. 
28 and 27. I love my niece and my kids adore their cousins. My kids have been the only grandchildren on my side of the family since Ava and I got together. And there's never been a moment where the kids and my wife were treated like they didn't belong. My brother's the uncle. My mom and dad are the Nana and Papa. The kids see my family as their family. And I always thought that the family felt the same way about them. The kids and I were going over to my brother's house, just hanging out. And my parents ended up dropping by with gifts for my niece. Ivan laughed when he saw the toys and told our mom and dad that they were going to end up spoiling her ride. My mom said since my niece is their first grandchild, of course they have to spoil her. My kids were sitting in the living room with all of us, and my youngest daughter looked hurt when she realized what my mother said. My son and my 12-year-old didn't really react to it, but I could tell it bothered them both. Sarah spoke up and said, oh, you mean your first grandbaby, not first grandchild. My dad shook his head to reply that my niece was their first grandchild. I didn't want my kids to keep sitting there listening to that, so I handed my son the keys and told him to wait in the car with his sisters. When they were gone, I asked my parents why the hell they'd say that my kids weren't their grandchildren. And my mom said they couldn't be their grandchildren because they weren't really my children. My wife and I were going to be hosting Thanksgiving at our house this year, but I told my parents if they didn't view my kids as their family, then they could just host a meal at their own house with their real family while I spent the holiday with mine. I left before they could say anything else to me, and my wife and I have been reiterating to the children that they will always be my kids and I will always be their mom regardless of DNA. My brother is pissed at me now because he thinks I reacted too harshly and that I should try to see where my parents are coming from. My mom texting saying that she and my dad love the kids, but they still aren't their grandchildren. And she hopes that we can come to understand that because she doesn't want this to ruin my niece's first Thanksgiving. I haven't replied back. I meant what I said, but I'm worried that maybe I'm reacting too harshly. Absolutely not. If She's anything, overreacting. Parents just don't say that out loud. <laughs> She's overreacting. <laughs> not Bro, she was over. speaking facts. She spoke factually. She was like, listen, they, she never said they weren't family. She just said they aren't her grandchildren, and that's accurate. Yeah, I can see where she meant like the other kids weren't her like blood, you know, great grandchildren. It was when they like reiterated and double dipped yeah, on the, the fact double that, down like, was bad. And baby grandchild, and she's like, and the uh, grandfather was like, no grandchild. And it's like, damn. But like, don't say that in front of children either. Like, leave them out. Yeah, definitely could have kept it to themselves. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. It's definitely sort of messy. Um, she said. <laughs> It's definitely sort of messy. I don't know if I'd be cool with that because, like, you they step parent. They've been calling you mom forever. Like, you they you they kid you they parent. So that would make your parents their grandparents by like default. So nah, I'd be like, what the fuck, mom? That's her step grandchild. Uh, I don't know if that exists though. <laughs> Apparently, to those two, it definitely exists. You know, for them, they're like, fuck you, dumb bitch. Yeah, the doubling down was just a tough look for them. Like, they could have been like, oh, you know, I'm sorry we misspoke, you know, like, whatever. They're just like, no, no, that's, we haven't had any grandchildren this whole time. (laughs) Yeah, for real. It's like, nah, we got a real one now. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Man, I feel like it's going to be different because if they're already calling this their first and saying they've got to spoil it, you're going to start thinking like, damn, they really treat my kids like outcasts. Right. I know. I was thinking, like, damn, did they just do those kids not get any presents? Like, goddamn. <laughs> um. Okay, I found one. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It, um, 
I, I guess he's a 25-year-old male, have a 23-year-old female girlfriend who is absolutely beautiful, but she does have a large facial scar. Um, his family often, it's, it's saying it as in like third person, so whoever wrote this is talking about the guy who's 25. He goes, his family often jokes about his girlfriend's facial scar because they have a super dark sense of humor. This bothers the girlfriend who doesn't think the jokes are funny. Fair enough. But instead of understanding where his girlfriend is coming from, he sides with his family and their humor. It's a joke, that sort of thing. Um, The guy's girlfriend doesn't want to spend too much time with his family because of the way they are, but she agrees to see them for Christmas, as long as the boyfriend stands up for her if the family try anything. While Christmas was fine at first, the boyfriend's mom and his sister later appeared wearing matching ugly sweaters that had my girlfriend's face all over it. (laughs) Um, The boyfriend's girlfriend looked at him, waited, but when he did nothing, she got up and left. The boyfriend accused her of ruining the day with her reaction is wondering why the girlfriend isn't talking to him. What do you think that that one is? Oh, that's the end of the story? That was the end? Okay. Yeah. Um, No, you're foul. Your family's foul. The fact that they made like hoodies or sweaters or shirts with her Ugly face on sweaters. it. Yeah, the fact that they made sweaters with her face on it. Ugly sweaters with your girl's face on it? Nah, like come on. Especially if it's like she's not making jokes about it and it makes her uncomfortable. Like if she was also making jokes about it, it would be one thing. But they're all laughing at her expense, like not with her. That's actually really fucked up and like to go and make custom ugly christmas sweaters yeah that's so insane who does that what family if anyone knows what family this is please please share it with us i'm gonna tell you right now it's a family that is letting you know they do not fuck with you (laughs) like there's no better way to tell somebody you don't fuck with them than that they're like if we do this maybe they'll break up we can get rid of her ass also, like, how long has this been going on and she is staying with that boyfriend? Because <laughs> I would have broke up with him way before Ugly Sweaters. Yeah. If my family was constantly making fun of something on my face. He's probably, like, a narcissist. Like, he's probably only dating her because she has a facial scar and he probably thinks he can treat her, like, any way that he wants because he knows that she'll just stay with him at this point. Oof. Okay, okay. I just feel like Ezra would be the guy to be okay with this. Be okay with see sometimes here's the thing. Sometimes I think you say just anything. Cause I am the biggest component of like disrespect will not be tolerated. You think I would let somebody crack jokes on my woman? Like you're crazy. I don't even really let niggas crack jokes on me. But I will if it's like a funny. And I'll laugh at something if it's funny for sure. But on my girl or like my family, nah. Like there's certain boundaries we just can't cross. But you wouldn't know that because you ain't never had a nigga worth nothing. (laughs) I will agree with that. (sighs) All right, I got you with the next one. Um, Some pet am I the asshole? Because I know some niggas get attached to their pets. Am I the asshole for refusing to leave the room 
when my husband told me to. I'm automatically going to say yes because, like, you were told to do something by your man and did it. Come on. But I'll get to the story. Um, My (laughs) husband's best friend, a female, got the news of her dog's cancer days ago. My husband would call her every day until yesterday when she visited. I opened the door for her, greeted her, then led her to the living room and went into the kitchen to get a glass of water after my husband asked me. I came back and didn't find them in the living room. Hmm. Turns out they went into the guest room and the door was shut. I heard weeping, sobbing sounds coming from inside. I knocked, then got in and found them embracing each other, crying. I stood by the door, but my husband paused and told me to give them a moment. I got to say that I did not feel comfortable with his request, so I remained standing. He got up, started to repeatedly telling me to get out. I told him it's my house and he can't tell me where I can and cannot stay. He got angry, told me to get out and we'll talk later, but I refused. He asked what was wrong from with me for not seeing how tense the situation was and not giving them privacy. I told him they did not need to shut the door for any reason, no matter what it was. We argued and she ended up leaving. He blew up at me afterwards, calling me unbelievable and saying I had no respect for him and his friends who was going through a hard time and refusing to give them privacy. I told him how weird it was for them to shut the door just because they were crying. He told me that I was petty, overbearing, and to act like this in front of her and stopping him from showing proper support. Now he's going radio silent and is acting like I kicked her out or treated her poorly. It's a wild move to go from the living room to a guest bedroom and shut the door and then get the fuck out of here. Nah, like when she said they switched rooms, I was like, that's strange. Yeah, I was like, you couldn't just cry like in the living room? Like, why did you have to go to the guest bedroom and then close the door? Why are they both crying is my question. Like, what was your attachment to this dog, nigga? Yeah, it's not even your dog. Like, there clearly has to be some history. In my mind, I was like, maybe they like dated in the past and like the wife never knew about it. And then maybe, who knows? Maybe it was their fucking like dual pet she has an edit where she puts some context five edits they are 26 28 and her husband is 31 she's been his best friend slash sister for over eight years that definitely means they fuck yeah um she tends to be very (laughs) emotional four we don't get along because she tends to be a boundary stumper Mm. she also compares us oh that's weird yeah those are the edits about this woman. Um, it do feel kind of strange that they was in that room crying. It sounded like she was trying to get some like emotion, emotionally distraught dick. And he might have been willing to give it to her with his wife in the kitchen getting glasses of water. Yeah, I think the room switch is weird. But also, if I was the wife and I heard her sobbing in the room, I don't know if I ever would have entered the room with her crying like that. I would. Does that make sense? Nah, I would have had to. If my girl in the room with some nigga and either of them in there crying, I'm going to definitely open the door and see what the fuck going on. Right. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys crying about? Yeah. I don't know. I maybe would have like eavesdropped a little bit before I entered. But I mean, maybe that's just like a surprise attack and she just went straight for it. Yeah, I'm busting that door in. Anytime anybody's calling someone a brother or a sister, it's automatically a little bit of a red flag. 
Wait, you said what? Anybody who calls like someone like a brother or a sister like that, automatically oh, a red flag. Absolutely. Yeah, nah, like what the fuck? Let me see here. Let me see here. You know what? These too long. I'ma switch it up. Morgan, keep looking for am I the assholes? I saw one. It was about a guy giving away a cat, and I don't even want to bring that to attention. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, please, please don't, please don't. I can. Did you guys look at the one I sent yesterday? I can read that one real quick. Yeah, do that, and then oh, yeah. we should move on to trivia. All right. There was no trivia. Hey, there was never any trivia. Was like, Wait, so we're not doing trivia? <laughs> no, no, we're not we're doing good. trivia. <laughs> Jeez. I was All so right. excited. <laughs> you didn't do well last time. Because I was being rigged, but okay. Got it. All right, this one. Am I the asshole for being upset that my niece requested payment when I asked her to babysit for a couple hours? My husband, 30s male, and I, 30s female. Have a three-year-old son together, Max. Max is a sweet kid, but has a difficult time in unfamiliar situations and get overstimulated easily. Uh, A little while ago, my husband was across the country on a work trip while I was home with Max. I got a call one morning from his manager informing me that my husband had been in a car accident and was in the hospital. He couldn't tell me much, but said although he was stable, it didn't look good and that I should come as soon as I can. I obviously freaked out. Booked a ticket just for myself because it would have been impossible to travel with Max, and I could barely afford the last-minute ticket for myself as is. I called my mom, who lives a few hours away, and asked her to come watch Max while I was away. At this point, I needed someone to watch Max for the time it would take for my mom to arrive so I could make my flight. Looking back, I probably could have handled logistics better than this, but I was hysterical and was doing things as I thought of them. I called three friends. One didn't answer, and the other two were unavailable to help. Luckily, we live close to my brother and sister-in-law, who have a daughter, 17 female, Sarah. We are very close with them. Sarah answered the door and said her parents were out. I explained the situation and asked if she could watch Max for a couple hours until my mom came. Um, I should note that Sarah babysits for a few local families and obviously charges them for her services. We have never asked Sarah to babysit before. She She showed some concern for my husband, and when I asked her again, she said something along the lines of, Well, you'll pay me, right? I usually charge X amount. I stared at her for a moment, not really expecting that response. And then my friend who didn't answer called me back and said, of course, she'd watch Max. So I took Max and left without saying anything to my niece. I coordinated with my friend and my mom, then flew to see my husband. He ended up needing surgery, but he's making a full recovery. A few days after he was able to fly home, we had dinner with my brother and sister-in-law. We were talking about the accident, and I mentioned that I asked Sarah to watch Max I also noted that I was a little upset that she brought up payment in that moment. My brother was surprised and said he would talk to her as that's not an appropriate reaction. My sister-in-law injected, uh, interjected and said that she was proud of Sarah for advocating for herself. She and I argued and she said that I was entitled for being surprised that Sarah asked for money. To be clear, if I asked Sarah to babysit under normal circumstances, I would expect her to pay. It was unsettling that Sarah would bring up payment while, for all I know, my husband was dying in a hospital on the other side of the country. I think it would have been more empathetic to come up with the topic of payment after I returned and confirm my husband was okay. My sister-in-law is still being cold with me, and so is my niece. Am I the asshole for getting upset? Definitely not. Um, I think the sister-in-law, if anything, is kind of the asshole because 
yes, you can be proud of your child for advocating, but there's also a time and place for everything. And maybe the 17-year-old doesn't know that yet, so the dad had to appropriate response and say, like, he'll talk to her, so maybe she can learn from that. But definitely not. Like, if your husband's dying, would I ever expect a family member to be like, yeah, I can watch your kid for how much? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, like, read the room. <laughs> not, not the time. I was talking to Anna about this last night. And I was like, I'm a little annoyed with the t- the term like advocating for yourself. Like, I feel like it's just getting overused at this point. And like, that's probably not the situation where you need to advocate for yourself when someone is like, they're they don't even know the status of their significant other. Like, probably not the time. Yeah, that's not the time. But I could see why like, if someone's husband wasn't dying and they wanted you to watch their kids for free, maybe like maybe they are a family member. So they just like, Oh, you know, family, we don't have to pay you. Um, that's when you would insert that type of question. But you know, that definitely was not the time. Ezra, do you have any thoughts on that one? My bad. I can't lie. I was so zoned out. Because I was scouring for the best confessions, and I think I stumbled on one. I found one too. But you you know the story, Ezra. Didn't you read it? No. You didn't read it last night? No. I thought we were going to talk about the podcast, so I never got to it. All good. Um, I got a surprise. I know he didn't come up with the idea to do this. (laughs) We're not going back to this. Ezra, I have a surprise guest for you. Who's the surprise guest? The one, the only, your favorite um, award-winning best guest on the podcast, 2020, um, Anna. What? (laughs) You said award-winning? Award-winning. What award did she ever come close to getting? Actually, I think I was in the top three. I think I was in the top three for the worst guest, actually. You're supposed to lean into the best guest bit. Mm. Yeah, she she understood. Are you sick? Me? Yeah. No. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, if you ask people if they're sick, they start to like question what they've done to make them think that. Just keep people on their toes. I mean, sick of your attitude, but. That would have been good if that's how. I like that. That would have been good if that's how you answered at first, but you took like forty-five seconds. To oh, it was so it. good. I still. Shut up. <laughs> Your That's approval the kind of means I need in my daily life. I'm Your approval means nothing. Well. Your approval means nothing to her. <laughs> well, damn, you got to say it does. Nah, <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. These replies be too slow. I think she's just trying to process, but it's it's not going well for her. No, listen, my social anxiety means I care about everyone's opinion. You've got social anxiety. Yeah, went to a whole group therapy for it. They have group therapy for social anxiety? Not a lot of talking, obviously. Yeah, it's really yeah, awkward. I was gonna say, just that's just in sound, a circle and stare at each other, sounds... and then the group dissipates throughout the sessions because yeah. everyone's too afraid to be there. Sounds super lame. What the fuck? That's probably more fun in an AA meeting. <laughs> um, I've got it. Are you ready for the next confession, Anna? Sure. All right, we, we were waiting on you. I going to give her thoughts on the last one. Oh, shit, my bad. Were you giving your thoughts on the last one? 
I don't think I heard that. The one from yesterday. Am I the asshole? Oh. I didn't think the person was the asshole. The teenager was kind of out of line for asking at that moment. Yeah, so we're all in agreement. You're not the asshole, Reddit user. Okay. All right, here we go. Confession. This is what I'm starting out with. It's a top confession, all time, three years ago, titled, I stood by and allowed my wife to almost kill our son. And I was happy she did it. (sighs) Oh, shit. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't read this one. This one is so fucking long. (laughs) You You said the last one I just read, which was like a good amount of probably like at least a minute of talking or so. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I zoned out trying to find the best one. You didn't even look to see how long it was. Nah, I need the title. The title looks pulls me in. I just sent it to you. Look how long this shit is. This shit is crazy. I'm not going to make y'all do that. Okay. I'm going to come oh, in. Manifesto. All right. Well, I'll read mine. Okay. Damn. What the fuck? Am I the asshole for taking my friend to court after she kicked me out of the bridal party for cutting my hair? For a my friend's three-day wedding, I had to buy three different dresses, including alterations and specific shoes, which totaled over $700. It's really not that much, to be honest. But she also wanted specific hairstyles for each day. Unfortunately, starting in March, my hair started to deteriorate. Due to health reasons, my hair was falling out in chunks, and in May, I made the difficult des- uh, decision to cut my hair. I told the bride about my decision two weeks before the wedding, and she didn't say anything bad. The following week, she came over to my house, and when she was about to leave, she brought up that she was concerned about my haircut, and I told her it would look good even though I wouldn't be in uniform with the other bridesmaids. The following day, I received this message. After our recent conversations, I'd like to remind you of my boundaries. (laughs) I've been very accommodating and graceful, but I can't allow you to disrespect me. (laughs) As you know, my wedding has been something I've dreamt of for many years. My husband and I have invested a lot of money into the video and photos of this day. And as we reflect on this day, and the further we want to see our vision reflected in the memories. Since I asked you to be bridesmaids in 2019, I've been very clearly and very communicative about my request. The timing of your decision to cut your hair and not income in advance is very upsetting to me. I would have felt respected if you had communicated with me before a week prior to the wedding. So we could have worked together to find a collaborative solution. Your inconsistencies have concerned me, and while I sympathize with your health concerns, I'm not willing to compromise my vision to accommodate you or anyone else when you have informed me in advance, or yeah, when you informed me in advance that we could have found a better solution. This is something you can no longer fully commit to. I need you to please step down from participating in my wedding. This was three days before the wedding. I immediately sent her and her her husband an invoice asking them to reimburse for the dresses and shoes, keeping in mind that one of the dresses is still in her possession even though I paid for it. Neither of them replied, and so I decided to take it to court. I was told I was inconsistent and selfish after I spent the past two weeks helping her plan the wedding shower. I worked with another bridesmaid to surprise her with a bridal shower after our bachelorette trip had to be canceled. I spent hours helping her out with wedding details. When she asked me to help her tone up before the wedding, I spent her, 
I sent her a personalized workout program and even went with her to the gym to show her the ropes. When I agreed to be her bridesmaid, I was more than willing to oblige with what she asked, and even if, if at times it was a lot of time and money. So am I the asshole for taking her to court because she kicked me out for cutting my hair? I am speechless. <laughs> yeah, that was like a whirlwind. I'm just um, proud that she advocated for herself. <laughs> the bride really needed to set her boundaries, and she did that. Uh, <laughs> it's the way she kicked her out of the wedding three days before. After doing all that shit for her, leading up to it. See, my- I am... Oh, go. Okay. I've just been a bridesmaid so many times that if I had spent all that time and money on something to get kicked out three days before, I would probably be petty enough to take them to court too. Because that's like a gigantic commitment just over something as stupid as hair. My thing is, is like, okay, I get it. You have a health problem, so your hair is falling out. I get that. Um, I also get you cutting your hair. I can understand why the bride was mad that you just, I mean, I don't understand. I don't think like unison hair has to be a thing for weddings. I could see if like the the bridezilla, why you might want to just tell her that you're doing it, not to ask for permission, but just to let her know. But I think it's like completely ridiculous to like treat your friend like that and then just kick her out of your wedding. Like, is that even actually your friend? If that's how easy it is to, you know, be cut. Yeah. Like the people that you asked to be your bridesmaids are supposed to be your best friends in the entire world. And you're willing to kick them out three days before over something as stupid as a haircut. Then they probably just weren't your friend in the first place. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think that seems really silly that you care so much more. Because it's really just the photos. Like, the day of is only a day, and a haircut's not going to ruin the day. So you're worried about them ruining the photos. And, like, I don't know about your anyone else's parents, but, like, I've seen my parents' wedding photos, like, a handful of times. I don't even think they have any of them on a wall or in a picture frame anywhere. So, like, wedding photos just aren't really, I think, quite as big as they seem at the time. Yeah, it's just for memories. Like I don't I don't understand. I know a lot of people who treasure their wedding photos, but it's like mostly the ones of just them and their husband, which is what the day's all about, not your fucking bridesmaid. Yeah, anyway, yeah. And I think it'll be more egregious if you have someone who was your lifelong friend who's not in the photo at all. Like if it is supposed to encapsulate like you and your closest friends, the absence of one of your closest friends I think is more like stands out more than just one of them having a short haircut. Cause like, did it say, did she fully buzz her head or she just got like a pixie cut? Or is it even just cut to like her shoulders? And like, at that point, if you're so worried about it, go get your friend like a wig to wear for the day. Yeah. Some clip in extensions for the day and you're good to go. Yeah. The fact that she immediately went straight to kicking her out, I think speaks volumes that it wasn't like, Hey, we can figure something out. Listen, we've talked about on the cast before, bridezillas and, like, something about when women are getting married, like, even the nicest people just switch. And, like, sometimes it just, they just need all the control and, like, you can't make a change like that, apparently. And I think it's because society tells us we need to start looking forwards to our wedding day at, like, age two. 
true. It's the best. And it's day like of your this life. big deal, and you need to spend a ton of money. I've been in so many weddings, and thankfully, I've never had to deal with a bridezilla. But I literally cannot imagine having to like deal with somebody like that. That's so high strung. That'd be awful. That's surprising because I feel like you you had a stretch where you were just in a shit ton of weddings. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just in my sixth one in September. Here's my thing. I crazy. I'll be. I heard a couple of times that um, I like. Are they really your friend, or is they your close friend? If you can do this to them, I've got a theory that like bridesmaids and groomsmen, there'd be like two or three that are like locked in for life. The other ones kind of don't really matter. It'd be like, mm, my girl got eight bridesmaids. I need three or four more guys. Or my boyfriend's got seven groomsmen. And I only have three bridesmaids. I got to come up with four more. Because I be seeing people who be bridesmaids and groomsmen to people that I ain't never heard them fucking talk about. I was like, nigga, when did this become your boy? And he was like, nah, we was cool. We was roommates and he needed another groomsman. I feel like a lot of that shit be happening. So this could be like a friend that she was like, eh, we cool, we close, but like, you're not going to fucking ruin my pictures. We not that close. No, she was a good enough friend to do a surprise bridal shower, plan a wedding shower, do training beforehand. Like, they weren't just acquaintances. They were And didn't she mention, friends. like, grade school, too? So, like, yeah, that, but those that had people... to have been quite a few years. Yeah, but I feel like I got good friends that I'm still good friends with probably will be in some of their weddings. We've been locked in since like fifth, fourth grade, but those ain't my boys like that for real. No offense, buddy. Like <laughs> we don't be together. We don't vacation together. They don't come out with the squad, but we definitely still locked in. I cut them quick from my, they probably not going to be my groomsmen. I'm sorry if you hear it here. They is not going to be my groomsmen. Who are going to be your groomsmen? Why are you asking all these personal nosy questions? <laughs> It won't be you. I hope I'm one. Who said that? Was that mm, actually this close to a day that I need to be thankful? I'm not going to get into it. With you. Hey, credit to you. Credit to you. I have another good one. Can I go first? Like, what the fuck? What are you going to do? You get to go. You get to go. You get to go. Does anybody else get to go? I didn't know if you had one that, like, you could read. No, I had. It wasn't that I couldn't read. You can't read. Yeah, it's not that I couldn't read this. I didn't want to bore everyone with reading something that long. But now you do? No, I've got a different one that's way shorter. Okay, well, you didn't say that. So what? I was well, this, what are you asking? <laughs> Am I the asshole? Oh, by the way. You are the asshole. Like, continue. <laughs> now that we've got all random outbursts out of the way. Am I the asshole for making my Thanksgiving guest... Pay. <laughs> Am I the asshole for having my Thanksgiving guests pay for their own entrees? We live in Florida, and my mother and stepdad are driving down from Michigan to visit. <laughs> we had an idea to do lobster ooh, instead of a traditional turkey for the meal. With the cost of lobster being quite high, we thought it would be great to have a Bring your own lobster theme. <laughs> what? <laughs> Meaning guests would prepay for their own live lobster that I will pick up on Thanksgiving Day. I will only pick up the amount of lobster that is prepaid. My mom, 
who is more traditional, is quite frustrated that she is traveling all the way to Florida and still has to pay for her own food. She says she would have rather have turkey, stuffing, and green bean casserole. My wife's family is excited about the idea, but not my mom and stepdad. I'm concerned this is coming off more selfish and not the fun shellfish dinner I was hoping for. <laughs> oh, this nigga's funny. <laughs> If you don't pay for your fucking parents. No, like, that's actually crazy. Like, making people pay for their meal is, like, absurd. But your parents who are driving from Michigan to Florida, they can't get a free meal on you? Come on, man. I should pay for the lobster and then charge them on Venmo for the gas to drive down there. Right. Oh, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the difference between gas prices and lobster prices, I'm sure it's equivalent. Like... Honestly, at this point, because you said Michigan and they're in Florida? Yeah, that's it was, It's probably more expensive to drive down there. It Way is, more. for sure. Because then you have to drive back, too. It's like... Yeah. Michigan you can to get Florida a has... fresh, cold water, whole lobster at Walmart for $15.37. There is it still live? Okay, there are certain things fresh. you don't get at Walmart. <laughs> I'm hoping they're not going to Walmart for this lobster. There's a Sam's Club available. What? No, you got to be going to get that from a fish market. You're probably going to pay like 40 per lobster. But even at that, like, that's nowhere near gas from Michigan to Florida. That's literally the whole trip is 2,308 miles in total. God duh. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they should charge them for the gas to get down there. Yeah, that is crazy. Have... If they're driving that far, just pay for them and, like, keep it moving. It's your well, idea. And can, also, imagine. if it's too expensive, then don't do it. Like, that's the same kind of concept of people who go to get food at a restaurant who, like, don't include tip in, like, what their restaurant cost would be. Like, if you're going to go to a restaurant, just know that you're going to have to pay tip. That's how that works. No, and, I agree. Like, do the parents not have the option to, like, just choose not to do the lobster? Or, like, is it, like, no. Um, In order to say fear- you have to order lobster. I fear if you don't get lobster, you're pretty much not eating. Because she says she's only picking up the amount of lobsters that were prepaid. <laughs> Can you just, like, bring a McDonald's Happy Meal while all these other people are eating lobster and just start unwrapping your cheeseburger? I couldn't like, imagine, like, one of my people, like, friends, being like, oh, yeah, come visit. By the way, pay for the food we're going to feed you. But this to be your son? To be on some bullshit like that? Come on. Yeah, that's bad. They should just do like a nice little seafood boil instead, dude. You can get so much more bang for your buck there. Oh, like a frogmore stew kind of deal? Yeah. Yeah, nah. Comments eating them up. They're like, yeah, there's no way you're not the asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck wants a lobster for Thanksgiving? Yeah, if you don't give me my green bean casserole. No one wants your green bean casserole. Shut up. I had a green bean casserole a few weeks ago that was pretty damn good. So Right. I told them last week, like, I learned how to make it because my boyfriend loved it so much. Your white boyfriend. Yeah, come on. (laughs) The colonizer taught you a recipe to be better. Like, come (laughs) on. And it's so good. I hate to hear that. Your ancestors are rolling in their graves right now. Half of my ancestors are white. 
I knew you was going to say that. I knew, given the chance, you would flee to that white side as soon as you could. <laughs> Shut up. All so right. I love the sweet potato casserole, though. I love sweet potato casserole. Y'all niggas are gross. Cranberry sauce. Mm. How do you not like sweet potato casserole? It's basically dessert. That, it, it's and sweet dessert. potato pie, wasn't that on your top five list? So like, yeah, I like sweet potato pie. What? What is the difference? Um, one's, That's what I said. One's a pie and one's a fucking baked piece of bullshit that they put unneeded <laughs> extra toppings it's, on. It's, it's it's basically the same idea. They're both like the mashed ingredient eggs and what like some sort of cream, and then it solidifies like a souffle sort of deal. They're, they're the basically toppings. the same thing. One just has a crust. Tell me the toppings that come with a sweet potato casserole. Brown sugar, mm-hmm. marshmallows. Oh, so that's something that will never be on my sweet potato pie. <laughs> Do you put whipped cream on a sweet potato pie? Do I look uncultured? No, the fuck I don't put whipped cream on my sweet potato pie. <laughs> Occasionally some collard green juice might get on there, but that's it. <laughs> That oh, sounds no. terrible. Oh, no. So you're telling me it's the marshmallows that make or break it for you? Like, that's your big kicker? Um, Heaven forbid it has marshmallows? Marshmallows definitely big. I don't even like marshmallows, believe it or not. So marshmallow is a big component. I also hear people be putting, like, pineapples on that shit. I'm not oh. going for that. Oh, some candy Ew. pecans, though? And candy pecans are making it on there, too? Yeah, like, it's only sounding worse. No, it's so good. How is that worse? It's a great dessert. It's not. Why a, would you a ruin meal. a sweet potato pie? Have y'all had a good sweet potato pie? I wouldn't put pecans no. on mine. Shut up, Morgan. You're eating green bean casserole. I can't <laughs> listen to what you'll put on something. I also like stuffing. Hey, shout out yes. dinner rolls. Top five. Top oh, no, yeah. that was crazy. Dinner rolls are the best. All right. Here's the next one. Am I the asshole for inviting my girlfriend on an expensive vacation expecting her to pay all of her share? Hello. My girlfriend, myself, my parents, and my brother and his wife all went on vacation in another country a week ago. My brother and I were the ones who did most of the planning of the itinerary, although we did ask everyone else for their input. For background, I make around $150,000 a year. As an IT consultant, my girlfriend is a teacher making 45000 a year. My Broke. parents are pretty affluent, as well as my brother and sister-in-law. My girlfriend knew this trip was coming up and took a second job waitressing on the weekend for several months to get ready for it. We, we have always split things 50-50 in the two years we've been together. There were a few times on the vacation when she did not go on the outings with us, wine tasting, scuba diving, etc. She also would only eat two meals a day, simply stating that she was on a budget. My family does favor more high-end, expensive places. My parents thought it was very strange that she only eats two uh, two meals a day, although she normally eats three. When we got home, I asked her why she skipped out on several outings and only ate two meals a day. I mentioned how I heard her stomach growling one night, and said I was concerned about her having an eating disorder. She got teary-eyed and said three meals a day wasn't fiscally feasible for her, and neither were the outings that she chose not to go on. She went on three out of six outings. She said she was not expecting everything to cost so much, and she was overwhelmed. 
She said she also doesn't know if this is going to work long term, if she's expected to go on vacations like that with people who make so much more than her. I feel bad that I did not pick up on her, on her discomfort. If no, but if we agree to split everything 50 50, I don't know why she agreed to come if the cost was an issue. Am I the asshole? Yeah. Yeah. If you're making $150,000 and your girlfriend doesn't even make half of that, she doesn't make a third of that. Yeah. And and she's having to pick up a second job and only eat two meals a day. Can you hear her stomach growling? Like, you're not going to offer anything? Well, the the fact that he didn't have have the forethought to go, oh, I know this is all going to be really expensive because that's the kind of stuff that my family does. And I know you're a teacher, so I know how much you make. And then he's wondering what, like, I wonder why she's not doing these things. She picked up a second job to do, like, where in your head is is the gap that you can't put the connection? Like, maybe this is all really fucking expensive. Yeah, but if they grew up in that and he's making money, it might not even be like, it. it he might not even have ever thought about that. As crazy as that sounds, but if you've lived in that life, you might just be like, oh, yeah, like, we do these things. Like, yeah, you might not have up. thought about it, but when your girlfriend picked up her second job being a waitress for $2 an hour, you might have thought about it. Should have got better tips. No cap. What the <laughs> fuck? She <laughs> <laughs> got better tips. That was funny. Or like off, or at least offer to like pay for the outings that she couldn't afford or like... Mm. Honestly, Something. some might like say it. that equality has gotten the best of her, and splitting things fifty-fifty really came back to bite her. I'm not yeah. even gonna say he had to pay for everything, though. He just seems to have like a huge lack of understanding where she's at. He's keeping the same yeah, energy, like awareness. You said what? Also, the fact that he accused her of having an eating disorder for eating well, differently on vacation. like She wasn't eating. She only ate two meals. That's a little concerning, right? I was about to say, like, was that not like reasonable concern of her? <laughs> but also, like, did he not think of reasons why she was only eating two meals a day? Bro, this guy might like, be logical. Yeah, like, why are you automatically thinking I'm anorexic or bulimic? Would it not be just as rude if he automatically thought you was broke as fuck? <laughs> and you know how much they make and they went out and got a second job to even try and afford the vacation that yeah you would probably think that over her being anorexic so you want him to fund everything she wants to do i'm not mad at her getting a second job that but i mean obviously pitching a little like maybe it could have been like more 40 60 or 30 70 or or maybe like just not have your girlfriend come. I'm sure she feels super out of place anyways because everyone else is rich but her. Or like if you intend to be with this person long term and you do intend to split things 50-50, then maybe advocate for her a little bit and be no, like, not hey, advocate. <laughs> some of this is like your family usually goes on super expensive vacations. Maybe encourage them to do something slightly less expensive. If you want your partner to be able to participate and go 50-50, like, you have to understand that she can't afford the same thing. Like, you can't throw someone into financial ruin because you want to have a vacation that you... But also, he invited her. Yeah. Um, You know what? I'm doubling down. She should have communicated if she had these issues sooner. I agree. 
I'm pretty sure she did. That's why she got another job, which he knew about. Getting another job isn't communicating you have these issues. You got another job. Are you? Do you have financial issues we need to worry about? I don't have a man to pay for anything. I don't. Are you saying she got another job just because she thought it was fun? I don't know. No, I thought she got another job for the fun, for real. Yeah, she literally said because we were. I'm talking about you, nigga. You got another job for the cigar, the Gar Lounge. He literally said because we were going on this expensive vacation, she got a second job waitressing. That's why would I be, yeah, I was about to say, like, why would I be mad at that, though? You saw the problem. You didn't have enough money. You found a solution to the problem, a second job. You've now solved that problem. You got a job to pay for this vacation. You want to come on a vacation, make some bread. Yeah, I'm not mad at her getting a, like, second job to have more money for the vacation. It's it. He should have picked up on it when she was only eating two meals a day. Some people only eat two meals a day. But he knows but that his stomach growling. Hey, he said he heard her stomach growling. Y'all are think I feel like y'all are thinking that he this nigga is Superman with his intuition. <laughs> like at some point she's got to open. You guys are just more point, oblivious than I thought. At some point she got to open her mouth as a grown fucking woman and be like, "Hey, I'm down bad. Why are we? Why is nobody saying she should have done that?" I mean, it really sounds to me like she was trying to be selfless and not ruin the vacation. She didn't do the thing where she's like, I'm poor. I can't do these things. Everyone else needs to conform to me. She was just like, hey, I'm going to not go. I'm okay with her not going. But I'm saying, like, at the same time, we're expecting her man to, like, have picked up on all these cues and her stomach was grumbling and she got a second job. And why did she say, nigga, I don't have bread. I'm broke. I can't live the way you live. She's a grown woman. She had the ability to come out her mouth and tell him this. Listen, you can't read her mind when he's on excursions. He's on six excursions that vacation. He don't got got time to analyze her intuition of being a broke bitch. The fuck? (laughs) Listen, you can't swim with dolphins by yourself. You gotta go with the family. She stayed back at the pool. It's okay. That's not a red flag. Yeah, she was tanning. Well, didn't like, he on. say that she said during the vacation when asked why she wasn't doing something, she said it just wasn't fiscally possible? Yeah. When he so she did say why. When he finally asked her. Yeah, she, he had to ask to get that I answer. it was somewhere in the middle that, like, while they were on the vacation. Probably, the last, probably on the plane ride Wait, home, no, to be run honest Run it back. Let me hear this again. <laughs> no, it was the last paragraph. Oh, it was yeah, like after it? the excursions, and then he had finally. Um, after all of them, or after each excursion? Oh, when we got bad. home, yeah, it was after. Bro, they when got they got home, home, they got all the way home, and then she decides she wants to tell him. Nah, at some point, you've got to be an accountable adult. Got to be the one willing to be like, no, I'm no. broke. I can't afford them. If my stomach is growling and I'm not going on every excursion. No, my man better ask me what the fuck is up. What you mean? Why can't you just tell him what the fuck is up? I mean, I probably like, would. Lord. I probably would, but if I didn't, he better ask. Because like, that's, now this is a, that's, this no, is that's what to be your like partner, and you're not picking up. Like, I would genuinely ask my significant other if he was skipping out on things, what the fuck was going on right away. Yeah, because he's funding her vacation, so you'd be like, why is he broke? It's her family that she's going out on this trip with. It's his family. She might be super uncomfortable. I guess the reverse of that would be, 
the same way that you would expect your significant other to ask the moment he realizes that you're staying back and your stomach is growling. I feel like the same could be expected of her. He, she, he probably expects her if something is wrong to come to him and tell him, Hey, yo, something is wrong. Both parties was uh, not both. One party was wrong in this and it's her for real. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't excuse an adult, not being an adult. Like, come on, bro. I don't know. I think she's right when she said she doesn't think it'll last long term. This seems doomed. Yeah, because she doesn't communicate well. Yeah, I was about to say, she's got no communication skills. It's doomed. <laughs> He's oblivious. No, we are not calling him oblivious. He is. He might, what if he really knows these things? This nigga could 100% be aware of it. He might just be willing for that's her. even worse. No, I don't know if that's worse. He might just be willing for her to tell him. That's literally worse. I don't think that's worse. You know, every once in a when you was in a relationship, you don't sometimes know something's off or something's off with your significant other, but you don't come out and say it because you're waiting for them to come to you on their terms. No, no, I'm I'm pretty straightforward with that. You're straightforward. Um, I would rather I would rather somebody be oblivious to my issues <laughs> than know and fully not say anything and just ignore the problem. So if you're straightforward with that, wouldn't the re- if you're straightforward with that, wouldn't the reverse be applicable for you? who is 100% aware of your issues, but don't want to come straight out and tell somebody about them? So, like, yeah, me, like, if this was... Ezra, if you had a friend that was, like, a heroin addict, and you were watching them as they, like, slowly and slowly deteriorated and they needed help, would you just sit there and be like, nah, they need to come to me first? I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to hate this. One, this is a dog-eat-dog world. I am not (laughs) going... To help nobody who does not ask for help. Because at the end of the day, everybody I know is a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman. These are not kids we're talking about. If you can't humble yourself, take accountability, and come to me and ask for help, why the fuck am I coming to you trying to trying to portray what I think you need? Trying to, out, to extend the arm when you haven't asked for that? Like, come on. You're just as grown as me. If you want help, ask for it. If you don't, If you don't ask for it, I'm not giving it to you. Isn't helping people unprovoked like the definition of generosity? Oh, I never claimed to be generous. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it was me, like if I was the girl in the situation, I probably would have asked for like a roundabout budget before I even went to see if I could even afford to go. But it sounds like she just tried her best and was like willing to go and just kind of make it work. But. Had she still, yeah, like family. if I couldn't afford everything, I would be embarrassed to say something to him and his family just because they can and I can't. I feel like it would just be a little bit embarrassing, but yeah, it probably would have been smart to conversate about this beforehand, get a general idea. Yeah, like if you can budget, be like, oh, that's like way out of my price range, and they could have avoided all of this. That's where quality gets the best. The 50 50 split doesn't work out, you know. Say that again for the people who didn't hear it, for real. (coughs) Better be drafting women, you know? Hey, exactly. Morgan, did you find a second one, or what the fuck was you doing? You was bullshitting? Good talk, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So does anybody have one? I think I got one for you. Uh, This one don't feel as hot, but it's decent. Am I the asshole for not going on family vacation if my cousins brings her kids? 
typo, but I'll fix it. <laughs> Bear claim. Myself, 28 female. Have been going to school full-time and working full-time and teaching fitness classes as a side gig for the past four years. God dang. The two years before that, I was juggling two to three jobs. I already know I'm going to hate this, but I'm going to finish it. (laughs) I was juggling two to three jobs at a time to save up for school. I can count on one hand the number of small breaks I've had in the last six years. I am very tired but graduating in a few short weeks. This situation, since my schedule is freeing up, my parents and two older sisters decided we wanted to go on a week's vacation early next year. We have been planning and discussing, and so far it's been just the five of us. My mom called me this past week and said that my older sister wanted to invite my cousins on vacation with us and asked what I thought. I immediately said I would not be coming if she was too. My cousin has a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and she would absolutely be bringing them if she came. I cannot imagine anything less relaxing than being on vacation with two toddlers. And as I said, I haven't been on vacation in six years. My mom said she agreed with me but was pretty neutral in the whole situation, but she would tell my sister that my cousin couldn't come. Flash forward. To last night, and my older sister called and told me I was a complete asshole for not letting my cousin come on vacation with us. She was raging. We got in a fight about it, and I haven't talked since. The rest of my family is staying out of it. Am I the asshole? No, no. dude. Fuck dealing with no, kids like fuck that. Mm-hmm. I think she's an asshole. Fuck that. Because if I'm paying for vacation, and I've spent months planning it. I, I kind of agree. A two and a four year old is nothing about that is relaxing, even if they are your family. And it would be different if like the cousin and the kids had been in the plans from the jump. But it sounds like it's a last minute addition. So I probably wouldn't go if there were a bunch of kids on my vacation either. I also feel like it depends on what the vacation is is isn't stuff that like having kids isn't going to be a big issue or like if you were going to vegas then you'd have to change like your whole itinerary and what the trip would be would Um, you you could just leave them out for real the things they can do we do together the things they can't you on your own bitch i just don't even think i want to be around like dude i see two and four year olds in public and i'm like that's disgusting Yeah, more power to them for having kids, but if I'm going on a vacation to relax after four years of barely having a break, I'm not trying to hang out with toddlers. I got to call her an asshole. I feel like you get to a certain point where, like, it's expected. Like, like, yeah, you in your late 20s, she said she was 28. Like, you're going to be around little kids if your family members got kids. You don't got to play with them. You don't got to entertain them. They got a parent for that. So, like, I would still go. I would just do shit that was not necessarily with the kids, or I'd stay away from the kids. She said it was five of them going before them. So, with the cousin and the kids, that's nine of them. You could have at least six people in between you and these kids at all times. It also depends on the family dynamic, though. Like, it literally might be a thing where, like, oh, we want to do things like the family all together. And then you're like, I don't want to deal with these kids. Yeah, like family dinners and stuff. Are they always going to have to find something that's kid friendly or are they always going to have like options that the kids will eat? Because then you know that like at least one of those five family members originally is not going to want to leave the one cousin with kids alone. 
So that's already like splitting up the group, kind of. And what about like, because there are toddlers too. They're not like young kids. So like they have to be glued to someone at all times. They're still going down for naps. They're still probably throwing tantrums regularly. They need to be fed more often. You have to bring the snack bag. Toddlers probably still in diapers. Yeah. Just too much. This sounds loose. I'm going to tell you right now. This sounds very loose. The parenting is loose here. These kids will be on their best behavior, and there will be no issues if the parents was. It's a two-year-old. They don't have a best behavior. I'm gonna tell you right now. I had a best behavior at two because Van was not gonna let it be any other way. So, <laughs> like, I need to know how bad y'all think these two years old olds are. I went to Vegas with my nephew, and he was three at the time, and the nigga was cool. I just dipped out when I didn't want to be with him. Like, <laughs> Bro, you know you've been to a restaurant and there's just like these kids going wild and you're like, I could not deal with this. No, you're right. I have. But <sighs> I don't know. I think she an asshole still for real. Like, I mean, telling the your fear family of God will fix anybody. So, No, the fear of God or the fear of this belt going to fix something <laughs> for real. Um, I don't know. Telling your family they can't come on vacation seems like fucked up. Yo, but it's like she it was, was trying like, to like a... tag along to a vacation. It wasn't like yeah, it she was, was a trip that was already planned. Yeah, yeah. But then her sister was like, "Damn, I want you in on this." Her sister was the one who no, wanted to invite her. Go. You said what? The cousin just asked if she could go. It wasn't like she was invited. No, the sister invited her. Oh, I'm why is she inviting someone that's not even her vacation? Yeah, sister might be the asshole here. Yeah, it said my my mom called this past week and said that my oldest sister wanted to invite my cousin to go on vacation with us. So, like, she's oh, just okay. saying yes to a vacation. Yeah. yeah, I'm up here saying the sister is an asshole because you plan a trip with your family and then you spring on them. You say, hey, I want someone else to come. Another member of your family says, hey, I'd prefer if you didn't. And then she decides to start calling them a bitch because she the person doesn't want to change their plans that they'd already been talking about. Yeah, I feel that. The sister is the asshole. We're calling someone an asshole for being inclusive. I never thought I'd see the day. The sister is not an asshole. The only (laughs) asshole is the person telling family you cannot come on this family vacation. Nah, because there was no reason for the cousin and the kids to come. It was just like a after, like a ending addition it wasn't really necessary the reason was i want my cousins on vacation with me well then go on a vacation with your cousins just not we don't, with yeah we don't want the kids nah i hate to see that y'all are thinking like that it's sick it's Fuck bottom me. of the barrel thought processing yeah cousin can come if she's yeah, like child if care. i'm in a trip with all my friends and then somebody invites somebody else that has two kids, I'm not going on that vacation. Yeah, anymore. but this ain't your friends. This your family. Yeah, for me, it's the same. Either way, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I think it's vastly different. A vacation with friends and then they invite someone with kids versus a vacation with your family and another family member gets added, I think is vastly different. Fuck those kids always. What's going to happen when you the nigga with the kids? And now it's fuck Eric. Fuck Anna. I like it. Keep the same energy. Hell I know no. What? Those what kids the are fuck? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be on that vacation. <laughs> kids and no kids. I'm going to be there. 
Or that cousin could be like, yeah, I'll come if everybody's okay with my kids coming. That's fair. There should be a and vote. Not, a family vote. Go. There should be a yeah. vote? Family? Everybody's yeah, on the trip. Gets a vote. Let me ask you this, just unrelated. Uh-huh. Do you think if we set the precedent of family things can just be voted on on a whim, that would be something good to use moving forward? Potentially. I think that would be My dark. I think it would be terrible. Your family votes on Bless me. Yeah. I mean, we're a family of four, though, which makes it hard because we tie a lot, but... <sighs> I love that, actually. <laughs> so, um, our prime example of voting not working. Thank you, Etta. <laughs> but... When it is not even majority rules, and then you have no choice. Yeah, that's my problem, though. Um, the same way I don't believe fair is like a concept. I don't believe in majority rules either, because like at the end of the day, the fuck, nigga, I'm grown, you grown. You're not gonna tell me what to do just because y'all voted on it. <laughs> like what? As <laughs> it is dope, I do not care. I mean, so if the one sister doesn't want the kids, everybody should listen to her because she's not the majority. No, correct? No, she can remove herself. I'm fine with her not going. She's an asshole, but I am fine with her not going. Because it <laughs> seems everybody else cool with it. She's the only one who threatened not to go. Stay the fuck home. Go another six years with no vacation, busy bitch. You know who the real now asshole that I, is? Now that I have it. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, the real asshole is the mom. Because the mom says she agreed with her, but then said, I'm going to stay out of it. Is she the asshole or is she, like, smart? She's a pussy. I'm not going to put her a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Are you back, Morgan? Yeah, I had to flip my laundry. Cool. You didn't want to give nobody a heads up? I was asking you a question and you just wasn't answering Oh, sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> Morgan, how do you feel about kids on vacations? Um, I'd rather not. There we go. Morgan, exactly. how do you feel like your nieces and nephews on vacation? I mean, it's like, where's the vacation? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, I love to have my nieces visit me. I love to visit my nieces. If it's, like, a vacation where I know I don't have to be there with them all the time, that's great. But, you know, it's like doses. It's also like a wedding. Like, are you going to invite kids or not? I'm not going to have kids at my wedding. Good call. Yeah, absolutely not. Terrible call. I hate it for you. Okay, well, I want to either 16 at my wedding. You'd be stupid not to invite me to your wedding. No kid. The fuck? Do, do you think I care? What are you going to do when I pull up with kids? Oh, no, he can't come in? That is not what you're worried about, nigga. I do not care about ruining your day. You oh, absolutely. You would not be entering with kids. I would. I was calling you the kid, Ezra. Oh, no, that's even better. Because that makes this weird since you did admit that I was your crush at 20. So you're a pedophile. But where, we knew that. You still, you that? still, you literally still play R. Kelly, you freak. Oh. No, I actually don't. And mm. when did I ever admit that you were my saying crush? The first, saying the first line of ignition. It's a remix to it. Oh, no, wait, wait. Bro. He wasn't, <laughs> nobody was supposed to. <laughs> 
since the kids and Eric. That's name. it. Porch, to- porch talks canceled. So since kids won't be at your wedding, is it safe to play ignition, Morgan? Um, I won't do pedophiles either. What's I got to do with the music? So the music will not be played. Why would I even play that at my wedding? All you have to say is yes or no, bro. Like no, that's that's not a wedding song, anyways. Yeah, that's not gonna be playing at the reception. Stop playing. In the reception, you wouldn't have that playing. That definitely makes the reception playlist. Remix to ignition. It might be a good like closing out wedding song, honestly. Yeah. I say when everyone's trashed. (laughs) When when everyone's feeling a little petty. What? Like pedophile-ish. Why would you? Why would anybody get to that level? What type of wedding you having? (laughs) Neither kids nor pedophiles are welcome. But if you had to pick one or the other, it's the pedos. Mm. (laughs) Atlanta has changed Morgan for the worst. Oh, oh, fuck. Haven't been in Atlanta. You keep for a your while. the pedos at the wedding, so when someone shows up unannounced with kids, they'll be happy to watch over them for you. <laughs> Don't let that take. Oh. That was yeah. Oh. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's a good been... idea. <laughs> no, it's not. I haven't been to Atlanta in like five years. Um, I did meet this nigga on the job from Atlanta recently. Uh, He's been in Charlotte for like seven or eight years. This is the gayest presenting nigga I've ever met in my life. But he's straight. And that just made me think, you know what? Atlanta might really be gay as fuck for real. I told you. No, like I knew th- I knew it, but I didn't like know know it. And Buddy was like on some weird. I was like, yo, like, come on, man. Get it together. <laughs> um, Quick question for you. Uh, call back. Have you bought anything at that market you've been using the restroom at? No, but I was about to go yesterday. Actually, I got a wild story after this. I was about to go yesterday, but I was with my fucking uh, regional supervisor. He was doing a ride along, and we was like in a rush, kind of, sort of. But I was about to go destroy that joint. But also, they now shorten their hours, so like we gotta, like they used to be like ten to six. Now they like twelve to four. So they trying to condense my window of opportunity. I told you that. Yeah, they caught on. Business. No, it's definitely yeah. a failing. That's our failing business, but don't worry. I'm going to get them right on like Monday when I'm back out that way. Um, Witnessed the wildest fight of my life on Monday. My boss on some like nut shit. He's the worst. Like he's got a very short temper. Did a little bit of time in prison. We hire a lot of like ex-prisoners and like in better terms. Um, he pulls up to a side I was at. It was some small shit. I don't be writing niggas up for shit like that. He approaches them like very rude, very like assholey. They start arguing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for like 15 minutes. I'm sitting here like, dang, this got to end at some point. And then me being me, I'm sitting here watching the argument go down because I'm like, shit, if this get physical, I probably got to break it up because like I can't let my boss get his ass kicked out here because this nigga like, come on, he got to get back. I got to ride in the truck with him all day tomorrow. Fucking, they're arguing. And then out of nowhere, the dude he's arguing with was like, nah, I know how you get down. My uncle Ben told me about your time where you was busting it down. And I was like, that don't sound good. And then they kept arguing. And he said, I know you was giving that ass up in the pen. And I was like, oh, 
you can't come back from that. We started <laughs> arguing some more, and my boss said, we can step behind the truck and settle this like me. At the end of the day, I'm still going to be your boss. And I was like, damn, he's right. <laughs> I was really waiting for this shit to like pop off in a fight. It didn't get there. I was like, how many hits do I let go down before I'm like, hey, yo, what's going on? Bro, what is going on at your job? It was a lot to process. A, a lot to process in the moment. I really thought they was going to fight. And my boss, like 55, he was going to get his ass beat probably. After the sexual harassment thing, now this, your job. Oh. <laughs> Every time I see that nigga, he's always like, you know they did me wrong. And I'm like, facts. Wait, is your boss the one who had the sexual harassment case? No. Okay, I was going to say damn. No, that would be wild. Jesus. All right. I think we need to wrap this thing up on that because I don't think it's getting better than that today. It might not. It truly might not. Paige, thank you for joining us. It was a pleasure. A blast from the past for sure. Of course. It was fun. This is definitely not me and Post thanking Anna for coming on the cast. I definitely remembered, so credit to me. No big deal. And we're going to wrap this thing up. Thank you for listening. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Porch Talk, No Way, Leaks, or even Apple Podcasts, and you on Spotify. Share the podcast with a friend. We greatly appreciate you for listening. We'll be back next week. On the radio, that's my favorite song. Make me bounce around like I don't know, like I won't be here long. Now the thrill is gone. Got no patience, because I'm not a doctor. Go, why is you lying? Girl, why you Mufasa? Yeah, me casa to casa. Got it stripped like Gaza. Got so high off volcanoes. Now the flow is so lava. Yeah, we fit that saliva. I phone got message from Viber. Either the head is so hyper or we let bygones be bygones. My God, you. Yeah. I am outside in an AMG. Right outside. TT. Two turn, baby girl. You know me.